Fellas, I hope you're good. Welcome to the very first episode of the Be A Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Kieran McMahon, and it is an absolute privilege to get this podcast up and running. Um, just to give you a very quick overview, if uh, you are a guy right now who is struggling with structure and routine, you are struggling with energy, you want to get in better shape, and ultimately you're saying yes to too many other things, you don't have enough time to say yes to yourself, this is the right podcast for you. Over the next number of months and potentially years, we are going to dive into all things health and fitness. We are basically going to give you some easy, actionable steps that you can take away and put into your day-to-day -day living so that you have more time back for yourself and in turn show up as a better man for those closest to you at home, for those at work, and basically just for yourself in general. So um, you're very welcome. And today's first episode, very, very simple. I want to start things off with health and fitness. I want to start things off with body composition. And uh, we're going to look at five steps on how you can get leaner, right? A lot of men come to me and they want to go, Kieran, I want to get in better shape. Kieran, I want to uh, lose a bit of body fat. I want to lose a bit of weight. I want to show up. I want to, I've got this wedding to go to. I've got this holiday to go to. I'm just sick of uh, looking in the mirror and feeling rubbish in my clothes. And ultimately, I want to get in better shape. One of the very first things I always do is ask why that is so important. And when I find that reason, then we go to work. But again, your reason is going to be very, very different. Right, and I want you to even consider that before we even begin today, because ultimately you have to understand why you actually want to get in better shape. That's the very first question I'll ask you on the very first episode of this podcast. But a lot of you listening to this, and you'll be like, I would love to look better, I would love to feel better, but why is that actually important to you? If you're not clear on that, really, really clear on that, you're really going to struggle to maintain long-term health and fitness targets. It's as simple as that, right? Now, you could be a, a single guy listening to this and you want to attract a potential partner in your life and, and you feel that if you were more confident in yourself, if you felt better about how you looked outside and you had more energy, you would actually have a better chance of attracting that partner into your life, which is missing. You could be in a relationship, you might be married, you might have kids and you might be at home and you know that the example you're setting at home is not good enough. You know that you're not feeling your very best. Your current standards are very, very average and ultimately that's just not good enough for you. Right, and then anybody listening to this should not be operating at an average level, right? And so many men normalize it, they actually don't know the difference. They're so used to having poor energy, they're so used to having poor habits, they don't know any different. So maybe you're sick of that. Maybe you're listening to this podcast now and you're a business owner, or maybe you're trying to expand in your career, or maybe try to improve your position on your sports team, right? That's a reason to try and get in better shape, trying to create a powerful physique, try to go to another level. Because the key thing here is understanding that when your health and fitness is in tip-top shape, you know yourself if you've ever been fit before, in great shape before, all these other areas of your life you perform better in because you're happier in yourself, your mood is better, your energy is better, your focus is better, your productivity is better. I can go on and on and on. So the very first thing before we dive into today, and before we dive into any other episode on this series, is really understanding why do you actually want to make a change in anything, right? So have a think about that first. And once you're clear on that, that will actually allow you to overcome the days that you don't necessarily want to do something because you've got that driver. I'd call it the North Star with my guys that I coach, right? I call it the North Star. There's something that's inside them that's basically driving them forward. So I want you to get clear on that first and foremost. And today we're going to share five Simple processes to start getting leaner, how to start losing your body fat, because again, there's a lot of information out there, a lot of confusing information out there. 
And what I will say is, there's no magic pill in this, right? There's literally no magic pill. There's nothing that I'm going to say to you that you may not have heard before. I'm going to break things down. Being a former school teacher, I was a school teacher for 10 years, that I like to break maybe complicated topics down into small, simple, bite-sized chunks that you can understand and you can actually implement. And I think that's, I think, is one of the biggest issues with the health and fitness industry. There's so much information out there that it actually contradicts a lot of it and it makes it very difficult to implement. If you only had one to five things, all you had to do was to get results and just focus on those things, it would be a lot simpler. But because there's so much stuff being bombarded at you, it can be overwhelming and I totally get it. Okay? So that's what this podcast is all about. This podcast is literally about giving you practical tips that you can literally go and implement in the next half an hour. Okay? So today we're looking at how we're going to get leaner. Now, number one in this is actually understanding the whole idea of being in a calorie deficit. The calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. It's talked about all the time. If you, if you follow any uh, fitness coach, any a health and fitness dietitian, it's only, and losing weight comes down to that principle of being in a calorie deficit. I'm going to briefly explain what that actually means and how we can actually implement it into our day today. A calorie deficit literally means that you are burning more energy than you need. Okay? Think of calories like money. And say, for example, you needed 2,000 euros, 2,000 pounds, 2,000 dollars to live on a day-to-day basis. That would keep you solid, keep you maintained in your, your needs that you have. If you wanted to reduce or gain some money back and save some money, you could start spending 1,800 pounds, right? Therefore, your spending is actually less, right? Your spending is actually less, so you're actually saving money. Think of that now as body fat, right? So if you're not spending enough energy, guess what's going to happen? You're going to store more body fat. Instead of money, you're actually going to store body fat. Not what you want to, not what you want to hear, right? So being in a calorie deficit, if you want to lose body fat, you actually have to overspend your energy, right? So say, for example, 2,000 calories. A calorie is literally a unit of energy. That's what it means. That's all it is. So we won't complicate it. You've heard of it, you've seen it on packets, you've seen it talked about, you've heard it talked about, I should say. It's a unit of energy. So you have a maintenance amount of calories that if you consume those units of energy, your body weight will stay the same. When you go above that, your body weight will slightly increase. So to actually lose body fat, you have to be a little under. So you can either eat the same amount and actually spend more energy in the form of activity, movement, and so on, or you can actually reduce the amount you consume. So you're not consuming as much energy. Therefore, you're going in more of a diet. So that's the first thing, is understanding what a calorie deficit is. Okay? The second thing I just want to frame here before we actually go into some action point steps is that this is all context dependent. There is everybody listening to this, every guy listening to this will be in a different situation. You will be a different age. You will be a different, um, you'll have a different activity levels. You'll have different work. You'll have different amounts of muscle mass. So it is very contextually based. So you have to find what works for you right? So anything I'm going to say is not specifically driven for every single person here. The same guidelines are there, but the, the numbers and the activity levels will be different from person to person. So I just want to frame that. So let's dive straight into action steps. Step one, if I was now starting to get leaner, wanted to get leaner myself, here's what I would do. I would try to find what my maintenance calories is. So in other words, basically find out the amount of food that I need to eat for my weight to stay the same. 
So what I would actually do is, because if you're going to be starting to get leaner, majority of people probably don't train that much when they want to lose weight or lose body fat. So they don't have a regular routine normally, okay? So they just want to find their maintenance calories. So what I would do is basically just eat as normal as normally. Don't try to be extra good. Don't go on an absolute binge. Just take a sample week and try to find out how much food you're consuming. Now, you can do this in a number of different ways. I'm not going to dive into different strategies. That'll be for a different episode. But you could track your calories on a calorie tracking app like MyFitnessPal. Makes it super simple to do. You can scan your foods in there. Or you can just go, do you know what? I'm just going to eat my normal meals. Three meals a day and a snack or whatever that is. And you just maybe take a note in a notepad or you just follow your normal routine, right? And I want you to do track. The second thing you need to track is basically your daily movement, your, your steps. Now, you can do that in a number of different ways. Most people have Fitbits the watches. Most people, um, you can get an app, the Strava app. There's loads of different apps you can get. Your phone will actually track your steps. So by the end of one week, you should have a good idea, right? This is how much, much food I consume. And these are my normal steps. Now, the goal here is just to get a bit leaner. We haven't even talked about exercise yet. But in week two, we're actually going to make some adjustments. So instead of diving in like most people going, right, I'm going to start going to the gym six times a week. I'm going to give up all these types of foods and I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, you will lose weight, but I guarantee you in four weeks time, you're going to come back to square one. You need to actually do this properly. It's kind of like trying to manage your finances. If you're not clearing your numbers, you're not too sure where you're starting from, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get very confused after a while. And then when you actually hit a roadblock or when things start to slow down, you don't actually see progress, you don't really know what to do and you've nowhere to go. So it's really important that you actually find your starting point first. And this is where most people go wrong. Okay? So week two now, we're going to, this is step two, we're now going to go and start making some adjustments. So you weigh yourself at the end of week one and see if you've actually gained weight. So you should weigh yourself at the start of the week, then weigh yourself at the end of the week. Uh, try to get an average. I'll just pre-frame this. Your weight does go up every single day. It will go down every single day. It goes all over the place based on a number of different factors, again, for another episode. But you're trying to find an average. What I would suggest you do is weigh yourself three times across the week, on a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Friday morning, first thing in the morning, and then get the average, right? So say, for example, we uh, day one is 80 kgs, second day is 82 kgs, third day is 81 kgs. The average would be 81 kgs, I think, if my maths are right. Right, so you're trying to find an average weight, right? And then at the end of the week, week two, you'll see if your weight has gone up or weight has gone down. If your weight has gained, that means the food that you're currently eating and your current activity levels means that you're eating too much, you're consuming too much energy. If your weight stays the same, then basically, or your weight is losing, you're losing weight, that's a really good, that's a really good snapshot to go, right, you know what, I'm currently eating, my current lifestyle basically means that I'm in a really good place. If I just add some things in here, I'm gonna make some incredible progress. So week two is all about making adjustments and getting the data. And then step three is what kind of adjustments do we actually make? The first thing I would suggest is that we increase our weekly steps by 2,000 steps per week. So for example, you've tracked your very first week, you've gone, you haven't gone to the gym, you haven't started a diet, you've just been basically finding out what's been going on, you found out you're, you're currently got 7,000 steps a week, you start off going, right, I'm going to now push my steps up to 9,000 steps a week. So I'm going to be burning more energy. Then you can also start going to the gym. And I would suggest just three times a week to start with. You don't need to go six. You don't need to go five. You, you should be going more than one. Because in actual fact, if you consistently stay eating the same amount that your weight hasn't changed, remember, right? Then what's going to happen is you've increased your steps. You've started going to the gym. Your body shape is going to start to change. So that's step four, starting start training three to four times a week and um, or three times minimum. 
and that can be in the form of strength training. It can be in the form of cardio. I would I would ad uh, advise a mix of both. And then number five is track and adjust. Step five is track and adjust. So then basically, at the end of that very first week, now you've done some activity, you can get your average weight again and see what's happened. I would actually wait two weeks to see what's happened. So for example, you might've started off going, right, I'm after tracking things. My very first week was just a case of seeing what was going. I found out that I was eating roughly around 2,500 calories per day. I found out that my steps were roughly 7,000 steps per week. Right, so that was my data. At the end of the first week from doing that, my weight stayed more or less the same. I started off at 90 kgs, I still am 90 kgs. That means that my two and a half thousand calories and my 7,000 steps are basically my maintenance weight right now. So you've got your data. Then you're now gonna implement the additional 2,000 steps. You're gonna implement three workouts across your week and you're gonna still keep eating the same amount, right? Because it's your maintenance more or less weight. And then you weigh yourself after two weeks and the reality is you will have dropped weight. You'll probably have dropped maybe a kilo. And then you know you're in a, you're in a calorie deficit. And all you need to do then is just maintain that current system until, until it slows down. And the fact of the matter is it will slow down because your body is a very smart thing. Your body will gradually get used to the new activity levels with your current amount of food. And then when it stalls, for two weeks, don't, don't, you don't need to change things after if it stalls for one week because again, your body can sometimes go up and down. Give it two weeks. If it still hasn't stayed, stayed the same, your weight stays the same, then what you can do is you can do one of three things. You can reduce your daily calories by 100 or 200 calories per day. So therefore, you're reducing the amount of energy you consume. The second thing you could do is you could increase your step amount. So from 9,000, you now go to 11,000 a week or day, I should say. And then the third thing is you can add in some cardio. So basically you add in some more activity, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour across your entire week, and you're putting more um, energy, you're, put, you're basically putting more energy out. So you're gonna be more in more of a deficit, okay? So just to clarify that, if after two, after say a month doing this, six weeks doing this, you find your weight stalls, you give it another week to see if anything changes. You stay consistent with your food and you stay consistent with your new regime of three workouts and 7,000 steps a day. If it still doesn't move, then what you do, you need to make some adjustments and you can do one of the three things or you could do a combo. But I would suggest you just increase your steps by 2,000 steps per day. Maybe reduce your calories if you want to from 2,500, say that's just an example, down to 2,300 per day and then see what happens. Alternatively, you can also add in some cardio, right? Now, I will frame, there are a lot of other contextual factors to do with your weight and so on and getting leaner, stress levels, sleep, water intake, all these other kind of things. But understand that if you have a good understanding of your daily movement with steps, you have a good understanding of how much food you consume, basically you can do a huge amount from there, right? And it really comes down to being consistent with things. So I just wanted to share five things today. I'm gonna to go over those five very, very quickly again. Number one, is to find your maintenance calories, your starting point. You do this by not training, by just eating normally and, and getting an idea of how much food you're consuming. You track your steps as well. Week two, then you start making the adjustments. You can add in an additional 2,000 steps and start training three, four times across the week. Then you also start basically adjusting things when things start to slow down, okay? Uh, track and adjust, reduce your calories if things slow down, or increase your steps or add cardio.
right? So hopefully that was useful. Just wanted to share that very, very short, very, very snappy, straight to the point. As always, guys, um, if you have any queries or questions, please reach out to me. I say this on my Instagram and my social media all the time. You can find me on Instagram at KMF underscore Be A Better Man. You can find me on Facebook at Kieran McMahon. And uh, yeah, pop me over a message. If you found that useful, I massively appreciate it. What I would absolutely love if you did, and I would greatly appreciate it, if you shared this episode on your social media handle on your Instagram story. Just tag me in it, share it on your story so I can see it. Um, really want to get these kind of in, in educational episodes out to as many men as possible. So if you found it useful and you think somebody else will find it useful, maybe tag them in it as well so they can actually go and listen to it. These are going to be coming thick and fast every single month. I'm going to try and do one a week. Uh, ultimately, on all things, health and fitness, training, nutrition, energy management, um, stress management, we may do some episodes on finances. We may do have some episodes on relationships because these are the things we teach our guys inside our Be A Better Man program, okay? So, guys, first episode done and dusted. I hope you found it useful. Please subscribe and please share this in your stories. I'd massively appreciate it. I hope you're having an incredible day. Hope you got some value from this. And until next week's episode, I will talk to you very, very soon.